Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Would you please welcome Columbia recording artist, Bob Dylan. Hello, welcome back to Never Ending Stories, podcast about Bob Dylan and the Never Ending Tour. I'm Ian. I'm Evan. And I'm Steve. And today's show is the very first show following the release of Love and Theft, October 5th, 2001, at Spokane Arena, Spokane, Washington. The band is Bob Dylan, Larry Campbell, Charlie Sexton, David Kemper, Tony Garnier, really the, uh, the, the, the holy, not trinity, but holy... Quintilogy, whatever it is, this is the glory days of the Never Ending Tour. I'm psyched to talk this show. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the worst of times for America, but the best <laughs> of times for the Never Ending Tour. That's you right. Say exactly. that at the outset. They uh they kind of rot, you know, they they go up and down in inverse proportion as uh the 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 better things get in the country, the shittier the never ending tour seems to get. Um but the worse things get in the country, the better the never ending tour seems to get. And we see that pattern uh, right up until today, which uh, you know, the the depths of a generational pandemic saw Bob Dylan return to live show and concert with a triumphant stage performance, the likes of which were still uh, reckoning with to this very day. Yeah, I mean, I'm so glad you picked this, Ian. This was an Ian selection. Sure was. And mm-hmm. uh, it was so great to return to this era. I actually saw Bob this same month, like in Green Bay. Which about, I thought about picking also. Yeah, about three weeks later after this. it did. I think the only reason we didn't pick Green Bay is that it doesn't sound as good as this show. Yeah. Which, like, this show is like... It could be released by Columbia Records tomorrow. Yes. Like, it it sounds so good. Green Bay, not as high fidelity. Arguably a better set list in Green Bay. I don't know if we want to talk about that later on. But anyway, this show, man, a lot to get into with this. Yes. Got it all, folks. And for those out there, the, you know, big superheads who are going to understand what this means, this is a Crystal Cat recording, uh, the one that I picked. So uh, when you see a Crystal Cat bootleg out there, you know that's, that's high quality as far as Bob Dylan bootleg material goes. So I saw this one, first show of the fall leg post-Love and Theft tour. Had to, had to be it. Well, do you want to know about the weather that day? Yes, I would love to know about the weather. <laughs> so you actually have the weather this time? <laughs> hey, I have it sometimes. Usually when I don't have it, uh, it's either that it's not available because it's too long ago or I forgot. But this time, I didn't, and it was. And it was available. <laughs> so uh, the average uh, was, uh, well, the high was 64, actually, okay. and, uh-huh. and the low was 36. 36? Huh? That's pretty cold. So that's a pretty big differential. Uh, I guess and the daily average temperature was 48 
Huh. Hovering. So that's how that happens. You know, you get that high and low. If you've got somewhere in the in 48, it really starts to add up, starts to make sense how you could have a 64 and then in the 30s at night. And then it equals 48 in the middle. That's 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 fascinating. I've never thought about it like that. I'm going to yeah. guess that like at the time of showtime, it was about like a crisp 59 degrees, like for me personally, like in October. That's shorts weather for you. That's perfect. <laughs> like like just like a beautiful crisp 59 to like 62 degree day listening to some bob dylan music like there's nothing finer than that although like this was probably inside anyway yeah so yeah, yeah, okay, we know you know so i'm just saying like if you were like outside though on a smoke break it was probably about 59 to 62 degrees you're smoking a cig it's October. You know, Sounds pretty it's good. Real fall Beautiful. vibes, pumpkin spice, Bob Dylan vibe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, can't can't be any better than that. And it's it's kind of like the anniversary. You know, like it's about the time that we're going to be releasing this episode. It sure is. You know, so uh, I guess it's the it'll be at the twenty second anniversary. That's right. The fall of show. Uh, you know, I, th- I feel like it's it's a good time of year to be doing fall shows. You know, this I think this feels like a fall show. It certainly sounds like a fall show. Um, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, later. We got we got we got like the shadow of nine eleven here. Like which sure we'll get do. into. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we the like nine eleven. Like that's always kind of like with live albums. I I mean, there's always a little bit of um, an air of portent when when that is the case. That is the case here. Is this the first one after, right? This is this literally first the first li- one. Yes. First this time is... Bob's hit the road after first oh. first show, the first tour post eleventh half. This is And like less than a month after nine eleven. Yeah, about three weeks, four weeks. And it's wow. very easy to be glib about this, like, you yeah. know, twenty it... plus years after the fact, but like, you know, it's like a big deal in the aftermath. Yeah. Like I like you two were probably in diapers at the time. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm exaggerating. I, mean, I was I was in uh, I think first grade maybe yeah i was in first grade grade. i was in bars every night watching people dig through the wreckage of the world trade center it was like a heavy thing uh at the time and you know again you don't want to get too heavy-handed with this because it's very easy to lapse into cliche but like you know it was not a you know sort of foregone conclusion that you're gonna be playing rock shows after uh, 9-11, and uh, they're doing it here, and as we dig into the show, it'll be interesting to uh, sort of parse, like, is Bob commenting on 9-11 or not? I'm guessing probably not, but, like, we'll get into that as we yeah. talk about the show. There's, yeah, like, that's... various song selections that you could say, like, oh, is he commenting on it or not? Yes. Or, but that's the curse for Bob always is that every important event is so uh, seemingly, like, related on a cosmic level to his lyrics and his songs. Uh, well, he did it to him. He did it to him his damn self. Yeah. With all I mean, he, the man wrote <laughs> Times That Are Changing, and that appears right at the beginning here. And I, if he is commenting, I, I do think the first two songs feel a bit like that's it, it, it maybe not commenting but something of uh in response to the energy in the in the, the world in the room yeah uh, yeah i went back actually and you know there's there's other stuff to talk about before we start talking about the show uh but just since we're on the subject already i went back and looked at 
like what his set lists looked like just before Love and Theft came out because he did a U.S. run like Augusty uh, on the East Coast, um, you know, just a couple weeks before the record. And there were actually a lot of similarities between this show and what was going to follow in the fall and, you know, the August shows, which obviously were before uh, <laughs> certain events. Um, so the, I think in reality, it, it, it wasn't quite as much of a Bob commenting on the sociopolitical moment uh, as we might, you know, impute this many years down the line looking at this set list just in a vacuum. Uh, but at the same time, it's very... You know, you can't help but think along those lines, you know, especially with this record coming out that day. It's it's it, they're, yeah. they're forever tied. My thesis statement for this episode is that when Bob performed Masters of War in this show, mm. he was talking directly to George W. Bush and he was saying, do not invade Afghanistan and Iraq. No, I'm, I'm I'm being facetious there, of course. Yeah, probably <laughs> no, <laughs> no but, I mean, yeah, obviously, like, I, I, yeah, I don't think Bob is like very cognizant of that. I don't think he like operates in that way. But it's no, a, but as you said, kind of like, like thing you were saying, it's like the the question was like, is a rock show allowed to happen? That was more like the actual thing in the air. It was like, what is okay? And I I know a lot about. I mean, not a like I was too young to be affected by it directly, but. You hear all the time about things in the aftermath of 9-11 that sound insane now, just like movies that were canceled, things that were renamed, things that were edited, completely changed. Yeah, remember they, because- like, they, they held back Zoolander or something to like digitally take the Twin Towers out of the background of certain shots from fucking yeah. Zoolander? <laughs> things being boldlerized all over the place, things being kind of changed to be like, it, it, is it too funny? Is, is something too offensive because it's violent? Is something offensive because it's too lighthearted and uh, there's like no way to win or tell. So the fact that Dylan is even doing it at all and doing it so confidently and just like with no apology uh, is in itself like an affirmation. I think that like there is there is something to go back to after this. Yeah, no, I think that like this was obviously a very fraught moment in, you know, the fucking history of the world. You know, one of the most fraught moments that any of us have been alive for or will be alive for, analogous only to maybe like November 2016 and March 2020. Uh, and Bob Dylan just going out on the road and playing a hot fire rock and roll show to tens of thousands and just banging out. It, like that that in and of itself, I think, is a triumph and is is his own kind of... Um, uh, response to the environment and the circumstances, whether or not he's like making any particular political statement with the song choices, just the fact that this exists and that he was going to go on through the rest of the fall and play these shows. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about. 